settled it. God said men said and other ministries have invested epic amounts of time certifying the pure, perfect, and supernatural inerrancy of the God-authored majority text Holy Bible. In the English language, on the grounds of age and scholarship, it is the authorized King James Version. Settle it. Where there is doubt, Jesus said, the mountain will not move, Mark eleven twenty three. James 1, 8 reads, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. James chapter 4, verse 8, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Double-minded means entertaining two opposing thoughts at the same time. No progress is made here. God said, man said, has certified beyond any reasonable doubt that God's word is true and righteous altogether and a place to build a life that will last forever. These weekly features will satisfy the reasoning of the analytic mind. But once one is born again, he or she graduates to the highest level of revelation far, far above the machinations of the world's wisest. At this place, our certification is truly out of this world. Romans eight fifteen through 17. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if heirs, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Settle it in your heart today. Have you yet to be born again? Born again means exactly what it says, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God. If you follow me from your heart in a simple prompt, everything will change. Everything. Today all your sin and shame will be forgiven and washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today all of Satan's bondages will be broken, all of them. Today will be the first day of your brand new life, your birthday. Are you ready to shake off the empty foolishness? Have you finally tired of it all? In just moments, your new life will begin. Here is the prompt I promised. Do it right now as in now. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God said, Ephesians 2, 4 through 7, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. God said, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Man said, there is no absolute truth. Everybody makes their own. Do what makes you happy. There is no God of the Bible, no life after death, and no judgment day, definitely no judgment day. 
I feel pretty confident about that. But if there is, I've got some serious problems. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1093. That will once again certify the supernatural beauty of God's holy Bible. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the kingdom of God and his ammunition in the battle for the lost sons and daughters of Adam. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. I need to know it's true. Everything depends upon it. Every heartbeat, every breath, our past and our future, even the substance of all things physical and spiritual, depends entirely upon the Word of God. I need to know it's true. How much would that be worth? How much would it be worth to be able to be born a second time, free of all your past sins and bondage, to go on and live a glorious life of freedom, hope, and promise? John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 1 John chapter 5, verses 5 through 9, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Second Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. A brand new life. How much would that be worth? How much would it be worth to be supernaturally baptized in the Holy Ghost like they were on the day of Pentecost and communicate directly with God and to speak directly with God in a new language that though you personally do not understand, the Spirit of God in your new language brings your personal needs before God the Father, especially those needs of which you are not aware. Jesus said, Mark sixteen seventeen, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Apostle Paul records in 1 Corinthians fourteen eighteen, I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than ye all. Romans eight twenty six and 27, Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. 
to communicate directly with God lips to ear. How much would that be worth? How much would it be worth to be perfect? As we grow in Christ unto eternal perfection, we are commanded to be perfect. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 48, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Luke six forty, The disciple is not above his master, but every one that is perfect shall be as his master. Sounds overwhelming, doesn't it? Think of how the apple grows. In the spring, a baby apple bud will form on the apple tree. It will be a perfect baby bud, but not yet ready to be picked. In a few days, a beautiful apple blossom will emerge from the bud. It will be a perfect apple blossom, but not yet ready to be picked. A few more days pass, and a little apple will begin to form. It will be a perfect little apple, but not yet ready to be picked. After a few months, the Apple will reach maturity, and its time to be picked will come. But the apple will be perfect all along the way. It's the same way in the Holy Ghost transformation process, step by step, and perfection along the way. Perfect before God would be that all my sins have been washed away by Christ's cleansing blood, and that I am seeking Him with all my might. That is a perfect state to be truly perfect. How much would that be worth? How much would it be worth to be a genius? Real genius will be measured not by IQ points, but by the decisions one makes and the outcome of those choices. The genius of the born again is discovering the outcomes of their obedience to the words of God, our God, who is the genius above all geniuses, and that is the colossal understatement. Here's an example of genius. When I became born again, I read in God's Word not to drink any beverage that causes drunkenness. Prior to my salvation, the old man who lived in my vessel drank alcoholic beverages under drunkenness, killing brain cells, causing enormous problems, and bringing me into very deadly dangers. The old me was not a genius. Since the day of my redemption over 50 years ago, I have not knowingly consumed an ounce of alcoholic beverages. That is genius. Remember, genius is discovered in the results of the decisions we make as a result of our obedience to God's Word. Psalms 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do His commandments. His praise endureth forever. Psalms 19, 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Psalms 119, 98 and 99. Thou through thy commandments hast made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. To be a functioning genius, how much would that be worth? How much would it be worth to have my steps ordered by God? where everything, even the baking powder, is ordered by God to work together for my good. Have you ever baked a cake? Most of the ingredients are not the kind of foodstuffs one would eat on their own. For example, you wouldn't eat just a tablespoon of flour or baking powder. But when all of a cake's ingredients are mixed together and baked in the oven, the finished product was sell at a local restaurant for a hefty price per slice. 
the life of the redeemed is similar to this cake. Could you imagine that the trials, temptations, tribulations, and suffering of this life are very much a part of the ingredients of the Christian life? These exist not that we might be overcome by them, but that we would overcome them by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. The outcome of this God-ordered recipe is truly amazing, even eternally so. Of our Savior, it is written in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10, For it became Him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, and bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. 1 Peter 5.10 But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. James chapter 1, 2 through 4. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Romans 8.28 is a true and very literal promise. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Everything working for my good, especially the baking powder, how much would that be worth? How much would it be worth to be able to say with certainty, today is the best day of my life and tomorrow will be better? Sound absurd? Not to the word walkers. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Again, Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Every day as we lay down 20 miles on Route 7 North Obedience, we get brighter and sharper as we get closer to Jesus Christ, the light source. At the same time, everything is working together for my good, even the baking powder. That is true, and that is impressive. For today to be the best day of my life and the promise that tomorrow will be better, how much would that be worth? How much would it be worth to live forever? Luke chapter 20, 35 and 36. But they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage, neither can they die any more. For they are equal unto the angels, and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. John eleven twenty five and 26, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Revelation 21, 1 through 5, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. 
And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. To have a marvelous and glorious eternal life in Christ Jesus, how much would that be worth? How much would you offer? Millions, billions, even trillions? This package cannot be purchased with money, but make no mistake, it must be purchased. Isaiah 55, verse 1. Ho, every one that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. A living sacrifice is required. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. At the place Jesus Christ calls born again, we repent of and turn from our sins, surrendering our lives to our Lord Jesus and becoming servants of the Most High God. Yes, absolutely yes. We become living sacrifices, even as we take up our cross daily following our Master. Matthew sixteen twenty four. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. As payments, God will accept nothing short of a living sacrifice. It is all for all. When my little baby faith is mixed with God's words, I rest from all this life's and this world's calamities, resting in the bosom of Christ the King. Everything good and beautiful for me becomes true, even the baking powder. Here the impossible becomes certain. Mark 9, verse 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. How much is that worth? Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God, and man does it buy some colossally big things. God said in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God said Ephesians 2, 4 through 7, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. God said in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Man said, There is no absolute truth. Everybody makes their own. Do what makes you happy. There is no God of the Bible, no life after death, and no judgment day. Definitely no judgment day. I feel pretty confident about that. But if there is, I've got some serious problems. Now you have the record.